The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Welcome to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Coach Lorianne. Our goal here at Healthy Lifestyle is to inspire, educate, empower you to fulfill a healthy emotional spiritual and physical life so you too can feel empowered to live the life you have always wanted and dreamed and deserve welcome to the show i hope you're having a really good new year's happy new year i am excited because our first show of the year is with the great wonderful michael loftus michael welcome to the show i'm so glad you're here I'm glad to be here. Let's do it. Like, let's kick off 2024 and just get completely nuts and have a blast. Yeah, baby. So talk about your New Year's Eve. What'd you do? Oh, I laid low. This is my habit in the the past few years. Like, I don't want to go out. I just want to stay back and just let everybody. I I get my own fireworks. I go crazy. I do my thing, but I'm not hopping in a car. I'm not getting on the road. I'm just uh, staying, staying in my own little confines. I hear you. I hear you. I know. I used to sing. Uh, well, I still sing, but um, yes. I used to go in and sing as a profession on New Year's Eve, which was crazy. Um, and I would do it at a place in New York City, and uh, it was called SPQR. I don't know if you know it, but uh, we used to sing there. Craziest thing. So I went in the first year, and I didn't want to do it because I live all the way on the east end of Long Island. And I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be a two-hour ride, blah, blah, blah. It was all the excuses you could possibly yes. make, but I love to sing. And I was like, all right, for the right price. And they gave me a ridiculous amount of money to come. And I was like, all right, that's the right price. So I show up at SPQR. I walk in the front door. It's owned by Italians. I get these two big gorillas come to me and I have all my equipment, you know, my little singing equipment. And they're like, um, could you put your arms up? And they were like doing the the checking thing. And I'm like, what do you think I'm hiding in this mini skirt, dude? I mean, this is there's nothing that you can't see in the skirt. So um, so they left and they were like, okay, give us your keys. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And they said, give us your keys. So I was like, okay, who's going to argue with a guy toting a gun? I'm like, all right, here you go. And they went out the front door and my car disappeared. And I was just like, okay, well, now I don't have to worry about parking because that was one of my concerns. I'm like, where am I going to put the car? Yeah. In New York City, down in the village, you know, on New Year's Eve. And will it still be there when I get out? So not to say that New York isn't safe, but anyway, um, so, so at the end of the night, I come back over and um, my car's sitting in the front. They drove it back over. I put it, I was like, I love doing this gig. So yeah. year, year, I did that for a couple of years and I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. But it was really wild. You know, they were, you know, wanding me the whole nine yards. And I was like, seriously, dudes. Yeah. But that's, see, that's, that's the the great part is they came back with your car and had yes. it waiting for you. And Upside. see, that's 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 wonderful. But then the ride home is always terrifying. Okay, that you're was always terrifying. worried about the other drivers. So you're like the white knuckle death grip. Oh. Oh, without a doubt. So, you know, picture this two o'clock in the morning, death grip, white knuckles all the way down the Long Island Expressway. People like doing really weird things. And this was all right. I'll really date myself. This is really before texting. So I can't even imagine what it looks like now. Yes. 
So, yeah. so, um, and, and then the, the final year I was like, no, I had a, I had a small baby at the time. I was like, yeah, no, I'm out tapping out. So yeah. ever since then it's nice and quiet. I don't do the new year's thing. I, you know, I stay with family and friends. We go have a nice dinner. We're in the house by 10. So we're not on the road by crazies, you know? So it's all good. Yeah. It's all good stuff. Absolutely. I, I've yeah. After, uh, after you, cause you're so used to like working on new year's Eve and, and the same thing here. It's like, you would tell people, okay, it's an outrageous sum of money to get my ass up off the couch. And then they give you an outrageous sum of money. And then for whatever reason, you, you you do that first year without a show on New Year's Eve. And you're like, this is really weird. This is really odd. Like you, you want to jump out of your skin. You don't know what to do uh, by not being on stage. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I liked it. I liked it. I want. <laughs> it's like a drug. It is. It really is. I was like, okay, this is intoxicating. I kind of like spending the time bringing in the New Year's and not worrying about like if I'm going to die on the way home. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really good thing. But I, I saw that everybody had a really good time. And, and a lot of people have this habit of doing New Year's resolutions. Are you a New Year's resolution, dude? I am not. I'm, I'm not. A, not only am I not a, uh, a New Year's resolution guy, I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm a don't tell your resolutions to anybody guy. Oh, you're a secret squirrel guy. I am. Because here's the deal. Because like, it's like. Well, didn't you just contradict yourself? You said you don't do it, but you keep it to yourself. What now? Whenever I make a big change, whenever I make a big change, I I don't tell anybody about it unless it's completely obvious that something's changed or I'm so confident that it's going to last. Me too. Me too. Because things, you know, take different directions. So yeah. I don't share it. And people go, why don't you tell people you have a radio show? Why don't you tell people you just started your new TV show? And I was like, I will. <laughs> Not yet. Yes. Right. You know, because like uh, when whenever like you see those people on Facebook and they go, they go, this is it. This is my year. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I'm like, don't do that. Don't. Why pressure. are you putting that pressure on yourself? You're going to have a hard enough time going to the gym and eating healthy and changing some of your habits. You don't have to tell the world about it. Yeah. And that's why 92% of the people fail. Only 8% of us actually take action and stick to it. So I usually do a visioning. Um, actually, this Friday, I'm doing a visioning where it's a workshop where you actually write down your goals. I'm all about goals because um, goals give you benchmarks. You can check back like a litmus test of, hey, did I reach those goals? And the cool thing is, is don't hold on to the end result because it will change. Universe is going to push you in directions that you don't even anticipate. But as long as you have something, it gives you a direction to go in. It, it's similar yeah. to uh, when I go on vacation. I always have an end place where I'm going to go. But what I'm going to do there, I never plan because I want to feel it and I want to see where we're going to go. I'm not a big, um, you know, going to all the places that everybody wants to go to. I like doing like the back streets and learning, learning the culture yeah. and hanging out with the people in the village or the towns. And I love that. So I let let it take take me. We I went to Australia with my son. He had an internship over there at the restaurant called Tragically Attica. It's a, it's a Michelin restaurant, but it's called Attica. When he told me, I'm like, where are you going now? <laughs> and he goes, no, 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 it's a restaurant in, in Australia. But we were over there and 
one morning, it was like four o'clock in the morning. And I was like, what are we going to do today? And I got on the uh, on my, my iPad and I started looking around. We ended up going horseback riding in the morning. We went to a vineyard um, after horseback riding. And then we ended up at the top of the mountain um, having a really nice spa day because after horseback riding, I needed a little massage going on because I was achy. Um, but we ended the day at the top of a mountain and that was all spur of the moment. So sometimes it's wow. more fun. But you still have to have set goals, right? Don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Cause you don't want to be the person who goes like you go all the way to Italy and then, Oh, we ran out of time. We didn't see the Coliseum, <laughs> right? You, there's certain things you want to make sure you do no matter what. Well, those I'll schedule. Those are, you know, obvious things that I have yeah. to say I went to. Otherwise, my mom would be upset, you know. Um, she's like, why didn't you go to the Coliseum? Um, and But if we don't set goals, what happens is you look at the, hey, where'd the time go? And all of a yes. sudden, you're looking at January 2025, right? Yeah. So uh, I'm a, uh, I keep us on track. I stumbled across that, uh, uh, that uh, the, the Stoics the Marcus Aurelius thing. And like, uh, th that seems to be a pretty good fit for me. I like the idea of like, I, I want to do so many things for myself and for my business and where I want to be. And so the whole, I'm, I'm making a list and I'm going down that list. And I'm like, wow, those are all things that I did for myself and, and for my business and my craft. And it's going to move that rock up the hill, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So every action we take, so there's seven areas of our lives and we can't separate. I, I love it when someone says life and work. I'm like, no, we're one human. So if we're having a hard time at home, we're going to be bringing it to work. We're just, yeah. human. that's how we are. Um, so we, we want to look at all the areas and you'll find, if you look at the seven areas, you know, financial, personal um, health, right. Contributions, giving back. Um, if you look at all of those areas, you're going to see this 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 one code that goes through the whole thing that kind of ties them all together and you'll see the same thing in many of the seven areas because it is actual goal so it makes it easier to attain so that's why i love doing the visioning every year i love people coming to it and um and just sitting down and spending that time together collectively yeah. and writing down your goals because it's it's i don't mean forced time but it's dedicated time where you're actually contemplating just for yourself, taking, just looking at the what, not the how, not how you're going to do it, just what you want to do. And that's an important part of goal setting is what you want to do. So, so what do you want to do in 2024, my friend? Oh my gosh, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm launching, uh, launching a streaming service, launching an alternative to uh, Amazon and Netflix and Disney plus and all that woke stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm a little slow, but it it occurred to me about five months ago when we started doing the sketch comedy show, that show tonight that everybody. Oh, can, I love that show tonight. I'm glad you came out. That was a fun night, uh, and and everyone can check it out at thatshowtonight.com. But but it occurred to me like that was a huge undertaking, like uh, over a year ago. Okay, so we're gonna do this sketch comedy show. We're gonna do a talk show. Blah blah blah. So we needed our own computer servers, our own, you know, software, all this stuff. Well, that's so nobody can cancel you. You have complete yeah. control. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is crazy that that's the first thing that you have to do when you're starting a creative endeavor on the internet. Uh, but it occurred to me that it's like, wow, so we have all the storage. We can stream all these shows. Wow. We could do other stuff too. And some friends of mine have feature films that they've done and some other friends have uh, stand-up specials. And so 
we've just been like acquiring content, building out the new website, and we're so close to launch. Uh, it's super exciting. It's super so exciting. exciting. So you said something that you were a little slow, and I will just remind you and our listeners that we're exactly where we're supposed to be at the exact right time. So you're doing absolutely wonderful. And let's talk about that show tonight. And you can see, you can watch it. It's hysterical. That show tonight.com. I had such a good time. We went to the warehouse. It's over on Long Island and uh, sat there while you were taping two shows back to back. That's a lot of energy, my friends. Yes. So much fun. The place was packed, absolutely packed. We had so much fun. How did that concept come up? Where did you get the title from that show tonight? That's what we were talking about. I'm like, how did you come up with that? Show? You know me, query girl. You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's. I was always so I, I wrote on television shows. You know, back in the day. You know, you mean like Kevin James? Yes, yes. Uh, a show for Kevin. Two shows for Kevin James. Uh, a show for George Lopez. A show for Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, a, anger a management. Bunch. Yes. I was just watching a couple of those reruns on um, uh, Zo Zo no Roku on Roku, Roku. Here in South Carolina. There you go. Well, I was always jealous of of Friends in the in the way that they gave their shows titles, like the one where Joey gets a bump, or the one where <laughs> Rachel like. I, I was like, that's the best. The, the one where, because that's how you describe TV shows. Oh, I was watching Two and a Half Men last night. Which one? Oh, the one where blah 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 blah. So when we were going to do this sketch comedy show, that's like, you know, kind of like uh, Saturday Night Live, but it's kind of like Chappelle and kind of like a talk show. It's a, it's its own thing. I'm like, let's just call it that show tonight. So when people go, what are you going to watch? Oh, I'm going to watch that show tonight. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's good. It was so funny. I was telling my friends, I invited my girlfriend with me and I was like, Deborah, we're going to go see the show. She goes, what's it called? I said, that show tonight. She goes, yeah, I understand. It became, <laughs> you know. One of those uh, who's who who's on first kind of an right? back and forth with us. I'm like, no, that's the name of the show. And she's like, that's so cool. And I was like, no, it's that show tonight. So. <laughs> who's on first? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and when I was there, I got an opportunity. And, and thank you so much. I am that geek. I love supporting people who write books. And you have this beautiful book, Neither Stunning Nor Brave. And you actually autographed it to me for me. So I was just like, I was that girl. <laughs> You're very kind. You're very kind. It's one of those very surreal, like you've got a best-selling book right there. Uh, it's very odd when you sign a book. Like as a, as a stand-up, I've had I've had people who were like, hey, will you sign my boob? Hey, will you sign my arm? Hey, will you sign this picture? But like there's something weird about a book. Like I'm I'm more comfortable signing a boob or a butt cheek. Than I am. That says a lot about you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, that's always fun. Cause like you're doing stand up and then some guy comes up with his girlfriend and he's like, Hey, and they kind of want to let you know that they're cool. And she's like, Hey, I want you to sign something for me. And <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've never had that experience. I only sign the books. And even that is kind of bizarre when they do it. I had it happen. I, I do uh, my radio show at JVC broadcasting at uh, MacArthur airport. Yeah. And um, I, you know, the planes are emptying out. We're over by the baggage area. We, I feel like a fish in a tank. Now I understand how goldfish feel. Right. And yeah. this little kid comes up and they're tapping on the window and they're waving and I'm waving back and it's really cool. And at our break, I come out to go speak to the engineer who's in the other booth 
And he comes over to me and he's like, could you give me your autograph? And I'm like, oh, oh, all right. All right. And I just like give him my autograph and I'm like, save that. It might be worth something someday. And I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) you know, but the mom and dad, but so cute. And you never know what you're going to, who you're going to inspire. So I know that you inspired so many people that I mean, we were crying. We were laughing so hard. Um, I I think you autographed my book. It's like, could you be a little quieter when you're laughing? Because I do have a Um, but it it was so much fun. And I saw some of the gentlemen in the audience, some of the women in the audience there, they were so inspired by what you were saying, the way you were saying it. It's so smart, your your comedic timing um, and, and what you say that it's so approachable for everybody. You know, it's it's something everybody can digest. And you take the most complicated issues and you you shake it down so that it becomes so palatable for anybody. Well, thank you for saying that, but like, that's really what, uh, and and no lie, but like with, with America and where we've been the past few years and where we're headed in 2024, I, I think that there's so many uh, issues that are, that are presented to us as, as very complex. It's all, oh, it's very complex. And usually I found that's, that's, that's the first thing someone says, who's trying to trick you, Right. Oh, it's very complex. No, it's actually not. And I think that most Americans just feel it instinctually, you know, that there is it's pretty basic right now between what's good and what's bad, what's good for us, what's bad for us, uh, what's healthy, what's not healthy. It's uh, nothing is really nothing's too complex. It's it's pretty simple now to boil shit down. Yeah, it's it's intuitive, but you do it in such a way that it really makes it palatable. Palatable. It's bite-sized pieces, and I, I know what's going on too. Is is I think we're all losing faith in institutions across yes. the board, federal yes. government, any kind of medical institutions. It's just our trust level is where I think what universe is telling us is go back into your intuitive side. If you're thinking it, if you're feeling that, listen to what you're telling yourself. You're probably right. You know, yes. if it if it looks like it's going to be toxic, maybe you shouldn't drink or eat it. I'm just saying. <laughs> and what is the downside? of losing faith in these institutions because the way they the way they get that trust back is by being transparent and showing us everything and being above board and and enough with these bs studies and like no one is anti-science but 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 we all have to agree on science Yes. Yeah. Well, what's the st- and and what's the the status of it, right? So yes. it, yeah, it's really it's an interesting conundrum that we're in. But I think it's a, actually a healthy thing from one perspective. Not so healthy and scary as all could be if it doesn't go the right way soon. Um, on another level, but yeah, I think what it does is it's having us really use our own minds. I think we need to go use our own minds. The scary part is a lot of people haven't been taught how to be um, analytical and critical thinking is a really important element is to go, huh, this doesn't make sense to me. They just go, well, so-and-so said, and you know, I've always been, as you now, now know, I've always been a quizzical. So I, I'm just like inquisitive. So I just, you know, 
uh, I'm always asking questions. I'm I'm curious as yes. to why somebody says what they say. Well, why? You know, why is it that, oh, so-and-so said and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but they didn't answer my question. Why does it work this way? Why is it broken? Why are people, you know, yes. so nervous today? Why are, are is it suddenly the gas prices going down magically? Um, why are, you know, magically things happening that were said no to so strongly less than six months ago? You know, yes. why are these shifts happening, Mike? Yeah. And that that is the number one question that I'm trying to get people to uh, with with my podcast and my YouTube channel, which is all it's all the Loftus Party. People can go to the loftusparty.com. But like I'm really trying to look at ideas comedically uh, as to not turn people off. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I just don't want to. There's enough like political pundits on on both sides of the aisle who were giant. This is the worst, and this is the worst. However, if I can make somebody laugh and and have them ask the question, well, why? You know, oh, all these all these immigrants are coming across. Why? That's all I want to have happen. Just just ask that question, everybody. Yeah, yeah, and and just ask the why question on everything, on everything. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. You're listening to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. We're going to take a short break. We're here on JBC Broadcasting, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Coach Lorianne. And if you'd like to be a guest or lift up your business, product, non-for-profit, or have a question or comment, please email us at healthylifestylewitha at gmail.com. That's healthylifestylewitha at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, and I always answer everything personally because we do really appreciate your support. Now, Back to who we love having on our show is Michael Loftus, the funniest man in the world and such a kind soul and very, very generous. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you check cleared, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, Michael, let's talk more about that show tonight. It's a great platform. It's kind of a like a talk show. Then you go into little skits. It reminds me of, yes, dating myself to the Johnny Carson show. Woo, but what a great compliment. Yeah, very That's like, that's the highest of all compliments. It is uh, it is an amazing amount of fun. And and what I love, first of all, I love that the the topics that we do the skits about are like ripped right out of the headlines. And, you know, some stuff is like evergreen. It's just funny for funny sake. But I, I love making fun of something that just happened in the news uh, and having a topical conversation about it. And a lot of places like you can't even have these conversations uh, without your show being canceled, like oh, you just you just can't bring it up. It's taboo. Oh, you can't have this political way of thinking about this subject. So I, I find it to be a uh, a boatload of fun. I love doing the skits. I love playing make believe and, you know, doing all that. And then I love the talk show element of it as well. So it, it really re it uh, it scratches a lot of itches. Oh, and I love I love the fact that we have musical guests on it. So it's like it's like this really crazy variety show that I, I, 
it's just a monster amount of fun. And that's why I liken it to the Johnny Carson show for you young ones. Google it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it really, it, it is, it is monstrous and your team is unbelievable. I mean, your tech squad, you have a, a huge amount of tech going on at the same time, but um, so, so enjoyable and so funny. And why is it, you know, we need to laugh at ourselves and we all are, you know, we all have good, ugly and, and, okay in us right um but we're not able to i mean we are able to laugh at ourselves but it, we, you kind of get nervous about having some of these topics because people sometimes attack so right so what well, is it i mean that's the whole see, thing about comedy and it's funny but it's like always the woke people who complain i've, I've found this to be the the case since this whole cancel culture thing started like a decade ago yeah. And it's it's been coming for a while and it's just reached a fever, a fever pitch now. But it's always like, uh, you know, oh, you're a Republican. Oh, Republicans all have sticks in their asses and blah, blah, blah. And you just like, ah, ha, ha. it's that's your joke. But you, you just keep going. It's always the people on the left. I've found like the, the, the most woke people that are the most unforgiving audience. They you you make one joke, uh, you know, about a, a, a trans this or a woke that and they just lose their minds. Yeah. And that's and that's like talk about need, needing some reflection. It's like they should ask themselves, well, why is that? Why? Why can you not tolerate a joke like they're coming after Dave Chappelle again for oh, no. a joke? Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's interesting that people who want us to be so over tolerant, who want us to to watch every word, we actually have to get approval on some word usage at this time, yeah. right? um, are the very people who like crumble at words that you use. They're just words. Yes. You know, it, and how you take it. It's not my responsibility how you take my words. I need to be kind and, and con you know, considerate of other people's feelings, so to speak. But um I'm not responsible for how you receive it, right? It's my, yeah. my my only my power is in how I react to things. So if there's an event and somebody says something and I react over the top, the outcome is going to be different if I just go, okay, there's not going to be any over yes. the outcome. So I just don't understand why they get, you know, crazy. That's why I see a lot of people having conversations. It's nice to have conversations across the aisle with people who will have the conversation and allow you to finish the sentence without jumping down your throat. You know, right. so, um, you can only imagine because I am curious. I was just like, so why do you think this way? And they're just like, well, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but it's, there's no substance behind it. They're repeating what they're hearing. Um, yes. I love it when I get an opportunity to speak to someone who isn't of the same mindset as mine and i will fight to the end and this is what america is about i will fight to the end to give them the right to say what they want to say sure. um, just don't jam it down my throat let me live the way i want to live and that's the way it has worked for decades centuries blah blah yeah isn't it wild how we managed to survive as a human race uh for tens of thousands of years yeah. but only only recently it becomes imperative uh to try to figure out what pronouns we're going to use for some person who like, it's the most ridiculous out of all the problems that we have in the world. Uh, what pronoun I'm going to use about you when you leave the room? Not, a, not, not big on my priorities. Not, no. not, not up, not up in the top 10. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. And I, you know, it's just, 
why why is it my responsibility to understand and know what you want to be called you know people call me Lorianne, people call me coach people call me la some people call me l some people call me other things i can't say because we're on the radio i don't care <laughs> call me whatever you want <laughs> like people people call me that funny guy they call me michael they call me that sexy underwear model they call me mr wait, wait, back universe up. what <laughs> <laughs> i did hear that once <laughs> that's my preferred pronoun that's sexy underwear model. That's oh, me. Okay. Yeah. I, I finally determined I'm going to be called Glamma when I have a when I have grandchildren. I'm going to be called Glamma. That's Glam a great that's one. Gonna, that's going to be my pronoun because I love sparkly everything. So that's so. a good one. Trademark that. You're going to sell some merch. <laughs> I got some merch going on, Glamma. Yeah. So the coaching Glamma. That's what my new name my new name is for 2024. <laughs> that's awesome. You my can son. do anything. You could go like camping with Glamma. Uh right? vacations like you a series of how-to books tattoos for tattoos for the new glamour <laughs> i love it I, I love it i i think we have to have a merch conversation after the show yes, yes. <laughs> that's your mind always spinning uh just just amazing so the loftestparty.com when i go yes. there there's so much going on you have a podcast you have um you have that show tonight you have your book you have what haven't you done yet what's you know what's going on here oh i seriously like um this is all building towards an album <laughs> like we always do like a piece of original music for that show tonight uh, I picked up the guitar during the lockdown. I'm like, oh, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to get something out of this. So, and I'm so completely addicted to uh, playing music now. And, and, and so we always write a silly song, but uh, yeah, by the end of 20, by the end of 2024, uh, we're going to have like a whole album of just goofy, fun music that that that's the next thing that's the Let next me know. thing i'm a singer i'll be more than happy to back you up i love it i love it we're gonna we're gonna get you in there for everything i love it and then love it. and then the website you know we also uh i've got some great contributors that uh my buddy dave who does like the weekend memes uh and then my buddy uh lisa who always has you know art stuff and new music picks and all that other so it's it's like a lifestyle. I, I review video games on there, so it's it's just everything. It's yeah, a, it's a it's a shotgun blast of goodness. It, it it is goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's it definitely is a lifestyle website where you can just you know stay top of mind and have everything have everything there where you can find new stuff and and follow you and and the boys and your team. Yeah. Did you ever get a name for your players? Is it still the Loftus players or no? We we need we need that like not ready for prime time players. We need like the the Ronkonkoma Globe. <laughs> <laughs> The Farmingdale Shakespeare players or something. There you go. There you go. No, they were really good. Very funny. And oh my gosh, the uh, the one impersonator, he was so good. Jason Scoop. He's Jason. yeah. He he does a lot of voices. He's a he's a good guy to have in your cast because oh you're like, hey, could you do an Elon Musk? He's like, I can do it. I'll figure it out. So yeah. he's great. Yeah, he's great. A great energy. And um, the other gentleman you had on too, funny guy. Oh my God. Very versatile. Very yeah. versatile. The, and that's, we have uh, my buddy, Brian Hayner uh, is like our musical director and he wasn't there for that show. He was finishing up uh, his album. This guy is such a, an insanely talented musician. So we have like 
a group of like eight, uh, but because it is kind of like uh, like a, a little rascals, like, hey, I'll, I can come down. I'll be this. So we're, we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. You didn't even see a bunch of like of uh, of the really talented. We've had like Jim Brewer stop by no uh, way. And, and do skits. Yeah. Rob Schneider says he wants to do the show. Oh, he was uh, good. there's a bunch of like like real celebrities who are going to be popping in in the future. So Love it. it's going to um, be a lot of fun. I'll be stalking you. It'll be fun. Definitely let me know when Kevin James is coming. I, I adore him. I will. He's so funny. Um, I saw Rob Schneider on New Year's Eve um, on the on in New York. Oh, so yeah. He was doing the Nashville thing with his daughter. So uh, I couldn't believe that was his daughter either. So it was pretty cool. But yeah, very uh, cool. So what's up for you for 2024? Other than I know you have this uh, this uh, streaming system coming on. You have your podcast. You have that show tonight at that show The Loftest Party, loftestparty.com. You got a whole bunch of stuff. Anything else? I mean, do you have any more time in your day? I, I the, the last thing that I want to do is uh, well, I'm still out on the road doing stand up. Like I, I make sure I do like I'm trying to do like one big stand up show a month. Like I was just in Spokane, Washington. I'll be returning to Vegas this summer. I'm going to be doing Chicago, Milwaukee. Uh, but like I started doing this joke uh, in, in my stand up, but I think I might really go for it this year. Like uh, like everybody has their own holiday. Like like the the African American, they have Black History Month, and then there's Pride Month, but there's like nothing for straight people. So I want to start uh I want to start Slut Week or or like Whore Month because like married people aren't having enough sex. So I want to give them I want to give them a reason and an excuse to do that. So I want to start like <laughs> Slut Month. And, oh and we'll God, celebrate. So my show is going to be taken off the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, FCC is my my, my producers is, is cringing right now. <laughs> There's no, this is completely. I can you can say this on television. You can say this on the radio. That there's that we haven't broken any rules. See, and that's the problem. That's why we need this holiday. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, one might say that every day is, you know, street people day, but that's not true. (laughs) It's, it's it's really, it's really not. And like every other aspect of, of society, everybody's getting, you know, holidays and this week and that week. What about the people who built this country? The people. (laughs) Seriously. Something for us. I love it. My grandfather came over on, on the boat, learned English, you know? Yes. He had to learn the language to take the license so that he could, you know, do that. Both of my grandparents did that. I'm a second gen, gen American. So I, I'm all confused because they came, they did what they needed to do and live the American dream. And that's why I get to do what I love to do because of them and my father and my mother and working so hard, you know, so. Yeah. And and I, I don't I hate the privilege card because I was like, do not throw a privilege card at me because I work for every single thing that I have and yes. everything that I've done. Good, bad and ugly. I yeah. work. I've worked for it. I've earned it. And and when you take that earning away from people, that's not right. That's it's not. Right. not and, the, and that's like the, the common thing. And I, I talk about this in my stand up as, as well. It's like universally in this country. Everybody loves seeing it when those 
when those immigrants stand there and they say the Pledge of Allegiance and they know more about this country and how it works than the vast majority of people who who grew up here. Everybody loves new Americans, the people who've waited in line. They love the country. What we don't like is people who break our laws and they don't respect our legal system and they just show up. So, so how do we how do we keep a, a, a society going if we don't have rules and if we are only held to the rules and um, illegals or people coming in here not properly, not according to our rules, and they're breaking our rules and they get around it and they're getting yes. more, they're actually taking away um, some of the benefits from the the people who need Americans civilians, people who live in America, who grew up in America, they're taking away their benefits because they have to use those benefits for these people who are, you know, coming across yes. illegally. I have no problem with people coming into America. That's how my grandparents came in. You know, they yes. came in, but they followed the rules. They did what they had to do. So how do you contend with that? Well, you can't. Uh, and it's almost like someone is like intentionally trying to bring this country to its knees where where the, the federal government is not following their own laws they have a constitutional requirement to protect the states from invasion and i don't know what else you can call our current lack of a border other than an invasion and then you have california that has been horribly mismanaged there's 68 billion dollars they have a 68 billion dollar deficit and now they're saying that that if you're in illegal that you'll be receiving uh, health and medical benefits that won't cost them a dime. So, and the cost of that is like $3 billion a year. So as a taxpayer, your money is taken by the federal government. It's taken by the state and you're not getting a return on that. That's, that's taxation without representation. And, and normally Americans don't like that very much. Yeah. I think we had this, I don't know. I think it was called a tea party about that. Yeah, I kind of yeah. remember my history. Unless you want to rewrite that, but that's that's the history I learned when I went to school. So um, I don't, yes. I don't know, and I have no problem, you know, contributing and helping other Americans. I have no problem. I have no problem having immigrants come in. Um, one of my best friends, who was just visiting with me for the holidays, shout out to Lynn and Darren. Um, she came from Europe, went England. She was born in England, went to Canada. She had a dual citizenship. She gave up one of those citizenships to become a citizen of the United States. She did. She went through all the things that you had to go through. She learned the the, the history that she had yes. to learn. She learned um, our anthem. She learned the pledge because you have to take it. And it was goosebumps when she was standing there. The pride you see when they're taking that oath is beyond beyond it's just so prideful to watch it because it's they beautiful. love this country yeah they love this country i have a friend um who is uh she's from russia and um she came over here because she wanted the freedoms and she just doesn't understand what's going on she goes i don't understand why are these people so hating america i don't understand it it's so great so i also thought it was funny with her very thick russian accent she goes where do you think i'm from when i first met her and i went russia and she was like how'd you know and i'm like the accent <laughs> yeah it's very funny but she's a doll she's an absolute doll but so proud to be here i have some friends no one loves this country more than someone who immigrated here from a former socialist or communist country Agreed. those people i went to i went to the republicans and the gop they have this 
uh, they have this big gala every year, uh, CPAC. It's the conservative, sure. you know, blah, 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 blah. And I tell you what, there's there's Chinese Americans there and they love this country and they're they're losing their minds because they can see the handwriting on the wall, you know, with a social credit score and a digital currency and everything and the censorship and the the. They're they are really the canary in the coal mine and they are screaming from the mountaintops that we have to really turn this ship around fast. Do you think we can? Yes, absolutely. I have I have faith. I have so much faith in uh, my fellow American. I have no faith in government. I have no faith in big government, uh, any of that. But I think the American people uh, will continue just to realize what a horrible situation that we're in and people will stand up and they will do the right thing. And they're just, it's, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable the way things have been going. Without a doubt. And I I see the Ronald Reagan, you know, doing things in plain sight. That's what they're doing right now. We need to take notice of what's going on and need to make a decision of whether that works for our families or not. And, um, and stand together because we are powerful. Each individual is powerful. Each individual voice does make a difference. But if you, you're, you don't stand up for what is important to you and your family, what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to be pigeonholed in a whole different way. Right. And and everybody has to do it on their own. Everybody has to stand up on their own two feet and inspire the next person to stand up and be the best person they can be. But yeah, we shouldn't abide by these in some of these insane rules. They the, the 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 whole lockdown thing was like a little test run. I think how too. much we would take and how much we would bend. And uh, I'm done bending. Yeah. <laughs> compliance. I don't think compliance is going to be as simple this time for everybody. Yes. So, yes. And I understand being done bending. You know, I, I'm not a willow tree. So uh, <laughs> not until slut week. <laughs> not until slut week. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Michael, See, this holiday is going to catch on. It's going to be wildfire. I swear it will. It will. And and I know with you promoting it, it's going to catch on. Yes. It'll be like the Discovery Channel. They have Shark Week. There'll be special programming. Ah! People who get together for for Slut Week and the local bars and stuff. Oh, All right, right. we gotta go. Michael, I love having you on. Please come back. I, Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year. And I'll see you at the next uh, that show tonight. Um, can't wait to see you when you come back up to do that. Let's do it. You're the best. Thanks for having me. You are too. Thank you all for joining us today on Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I hope we earned the privilege of your time. Thanks again to Michael Loftus. You can find him at theloftusparty.com or thatshowtonight.com. He's awesome, as you can tell. And look for our show next Saturday at 3 p.m. on JVC Broadcasting. We can be found on all major platforms, by the way, after that. Until next time, I am Coach Lorianne Kazdia. Play a higher role, serve a higher purpose show for you. And what? Show up big, huge. Happy New Year, everyone. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.